Liars for Hire. Liars for Hire. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome back to Liars for Tire. This is episode two. All right. Well, what's going on, bud? Nothing much. You just fumbled that a little, but that's okay. We got to practice uh, more. There, there are certain things in my life which I've come to terms with. One, I am a creature of habit. Two, I am a creature of error. And three, I am a creature of sex, sexual it's energies. Easy. And I allow myself to be defined by those three things ex- like exclusively. So... You know, uh, I, I if if you can't handle me at my burst, handle me at my uh, worst. Can't handle me when I burst. You can't handle the entire girth. <laughs> God. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the 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 whole conceit of liars for hire, and this is something I've been thinking about all week, is uh, a, like I I believe I said at the beginning of the the first episode, it's ill conceived. We haven't really got a whole lot, you know, to say. Uh, in, or in terms of preparation, we don't have a whole lot to go off of, but, uh, you know, at, at the end of the, at the end of the day, I really, I really do think we have fun here. We have fun here at the Lyres for over the hundreds of thousands of fans that we have garnered over the past 13 years that we've been doing this podcast have really shown that you don't really need planning or skill or talent or humor to make a successful podcast. Um, and I'm really excited about that, you know? Yeah, this is the uh, second episode of the 13th season of Liars for Hire. Uh, sorry, the other ones are gone. We uploaded those to uh, iTunes, but now that iTunes is no longer a uh, viable platform, we did have iTunes, to re-record. Did iTunes go down, or is it just like not like it? Does just nobody use it? I, people don't use it anymore. They rebranded it to Apple Music, and a lot of uh, songs and artists got kicked off because they didn't make the transition to Apple Music. So they had to re like. It's like reapplying for something like a program becomes like a new system or whatever the fuck. So so people didn't just get grandfathered in. That's so weird. That is that is yeah really weird. I mean, I guess Spotify is probably taking the taking that particular heat. Which I I never went into Spotify because I don't like streaming music. I like having tangible MP3s. You know, I like having that because you know the I I up until the point where I got a cell phone, I had an iPod just because I. <laughs> Liked having that music on there at all times. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was nice, uh, you know. Well, yeah, I I get that. Uh, Spotify, you can pull the MP3s of Spotify though, I believe. You can. You can have. There's like, a way. You can, so, okay, so for example, could I could I download an MP3 off Spotify and then like put it into fucking Sony Vegas for like a video that I'm making? I think so. There's a way to do it because with Damn. my Spotify account, there's a way to like upload your playlist so even when you don't have an internet connection you can still listen to your music hmm. so like it, it has to download it somewhere for you to listen to it like there's a big chunk of uh like system space on my phone that is being used for a shit ton of songs i have downloaded off of spotify and i know there's a way to pull them okay well hey good to know good to know for me uh this has been uh the liars for hire um, reading of the manual of spotify and just sort of uh telling you all of its awesome features uh, I, 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 MP3 players, I think that, I think they should come back. I don't know why, but it just, feel, having everything be on the phone feels weird to me. I, I would love to carry around, like, a little fucking iPod Nano that's got, there's, there's this one guy that I follow on, on YouTube, uh, called Dank Pods, and Dank Pods is this Australian, uh, drummer, uh, and he, he has a collection. He has a, a big 
collection of MP3 players that he reviews, and he reviews headphones, and it's really interesting just how much people know about this. How much they know about MP3 players and how much they still talk about MP3 players. Like, yeah, I love coming across, like, little communities that are, like, so fucking in-depth with something that I hardly ever think about. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I get what you mean. Like, these little niche communities that you can find online just to kind of yeah. like, explore with. Yeah, it, 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 it's... Coming across somebody who's, like, an expert in something that you give so little thought to is uh, a humbling experience, truly. I, 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 I love it. I, I love his little fucking videos where he's like, and today we're gonna fucking take apart this iPod. It doesn't sound like that, but today we're gonna take apart this fucking little iPod here. Pretty fucking cool stuff, guys. Check it out. It's got fucking three gigabytes of RAM in it. That's all you needed back in the day. And he's just telling me all this like shit. And it's like, oh, this model actually has four more gigabytes of space than this model, which was released six years earlier. How fucking crazy is that? And, you know, I don't know. It's just it's just cool. It's cool when people are, like, walking Wikipedia articles, but only certain sections of Wikipedia. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, like, for me, it's uh, anything to do with death or serial killers. Cool. What happens when you die? You go to hell. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> you go to uh, hell no matter who you are. <laughs> for me, it's... Uh, I'm still working on that. I mean, you could... I have clown I have this culture. clown <laughs> hardly. Uh, I I have this thing where it's like I can answer any philosophical query objectively uh, because I'm a genius, you know. So like, what what are those like famous? What, give me like one of those famous thought experiments, right? In philosophy or morals or ethics or whatever. And I oh, I'll, I'll, I'd like, be able to give like, you a good answer. Like the most obvious one being like, what's the meaning of life? What is the human purpose? What is the human like fucking like goal why do we exist mm -hmm. why did we evolve the way we did or why why are we built the way we are to function yeah. as we do stuff like that yeah 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 i i mean at, at some point that starts stretching into uh in, into scientific reason like for for mm -hmm. example like why why does life strive to survive like that that's something that i could not uh, i could not answer i mean i could i could posit a query which is like you know why wouldn't it want to which is an equally difficult philosophical question. I mean, the whole point of like, why are we here? What's the point of humanity? There is no point. You already know that. But the the the, the meaning is what we give to it. You know, the meaning is what we 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 put into it. Which is it's certainly not something that's never been said before. But it's uh, it is an objective. It is an objective answer. But I, I was talking more about like the fucking trolley problem. You know, or like oh right, yeah, like shit, like oh, if you pull this lever, then many people die, and you save the life of one as opposed to the life of of yeah many yeah like that where it's like you can push this fat guy off a bridge and you can save even more people but in doing so you have you have objectified somebody and killed them yeah 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 stuff like that did you ever have to like do anything because in forensic anthropology I'm, I'm sure i'm sure you had to do a lot of like ethics and or or morals sort of study what did you were you yeah. were you ever like put through any of those sort of questions yeah, we were put through a lot of those, uh, especially in my sociology class, which then later on led into deviancy, mm -hmm. uh, where, fuck, what was it? It was like, do you, you're, you're like about to get hit by a car. You have somebody in the passenger seat and somebody in like two people in the back, which way do you turn the car? Like, do you turn it? So you take the, the brunt of the damage or do you turn it? Like, 
towards the passenger side or something like that. Like we went through that scenario where it's like, what do you do in like an actual situation where something can harm you? Or it's like, do you, do you continue to listen to an artist even though like, like the, the query of like, do you separate the art from the artist? Like, is that like morally okay? And that was a big argument we had in one of my classes before. Those are good questions. Uh, for the, for the car one, I would simply push the, uh, the, the, the front left corner of the car towards the, uh, the impact so that, uh, I take minimal damage, but I still take responsibility for, for the separating the art from the artist one. That's more of a moral question than a, than a, I mean, what what do you think? What, hey, what do you think? Let, let's let's open right this now. can of worms. Yeah, right now. Oh, open this can of worms. Art is supposed to. If you put art out, like I I even do this for like us or like me as a individual. If you put something out in the world, like an art piece or like any kind of media, mm-hmm. you are allowed to be criticized to an extent. Like some some criticism is just like unnecessary. Like sometimes like you sometimes you see or hear something and it's like that was not needed. That made me feel shitty and you did it on purpose. Right. As right. opposed as opposed to someone like like, like somebody commenting on our videos in the beginning of Liar's Cup were like, hey, the, the intro music's kinda loud. Can you please turn that down? And that was a genuine criticism. And that's helpful. That was our Yeah, it's helpful. Mm-hmm. It's constructive, it, constructive criticism. Yeah. But like <sighs> Once you start nitpicking at the person who actually made the art, it, it starts to get a little blurred. Like I don't, I, I, I'm. We mentioned this in the last podcast. I don't like Friday Night Funkin' for the fact that the person who made it is not a good person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have my own gripes with the game itself, being like, "Oh, this is like an arrow-based rhythm game. It's kind of generic and lame, but people enjoy it. So I'm not gonna shit on it too much. But like, it's not my, it's not my thing. Mm-hmm. Right. It's still." It, it's still like, it's still something that people can enjoy and do whatever. It's like the R. Kelly situation and the Michael Jackson situation where it's like, hey, these are really good like songs or whatever, but also these are two very bad individuals. I, yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming from. For, for me, it's, it's like um, whether or not you're willing to support art of an artist that you, you think is morally dubious really goes to your own uh, sort of moral code. I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in the idea that people have moral codes, but they also make exceptions in their own morality uh, for their own comfort or their own, you know, convenience. You know, whether or not we like to admit it, we absolutely do. We make exceptions every single day with, you know, certain individuals or, or certain activities that we, we take part in. That's that's just the truth. You know, nobody has a perfect moral compass that they follow to a T. Um, you know, including myself, and I'm sure including you, uh, and mm. including the person listening to this right now. Uh, and within that moral code, you have to sort of realize, or you have to you have to realize and sort of align where you take those exceptions into account when it comes to the the consumption of media and content. Uh, you know, because I think the the core of the question isn't so much do you want to you know give affirmation to this person who is morally dubious, and more do you want to continue supporting and giving resources to this person, which may end up putting evil into the world. Um, and that just really depends on the person, you know. It 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 depends on it depends on who the person is, and it depends on what their capacity to hurt is. Uh, so for a person like, well, I probably shouldn't name names. Uh, <laughs> name somebody famous that we, that's like fucked up. And poop girl, always, girl, like, girl, girl pooped herself. The the fucking gun. What's her name? Uh, whatever the fuck, dumb dumb ass whatever the fuck her name is took a fat shit took a fat shit party yeah no that was awesome um so for her 
I, well, I mean, yeah, I, guess, I think that's a bad example because why would I want to support her? Uh, let's say, okay, it's not supporting her. We're criticizing. Maybe let's say, let's. Do you? Mm-hmm. Can I say Max G? Do you think that's too too close to us, or do you think it? Do you think that matters? Can I? Oh, that's fine. I'll talk shit all day. Go. <laughs> okay, for, <laughs> do it for somebody like Max G, for example, who is hot diggity demon. For those who don't know. Um, I think that that person is incredibly talented. I think they're a, a, a phenomenal animator, a great voice actor, a great script writer. I think they're very talented. I also think he's like a piece of fucking shit. Uh, I think he's racist. I think he views the internet as a little clubhouse where he can tell dirty jokes and not get in trouble because it doesn't affect the real world when in reality it's basically the real world now, especially with COVID, God knows. Uh, and I think that he, he is a, a silly little baby man who has refused to acknowledge that and refused to accept that. Uh, this is a criticism, a constructive criticism of Max G. Max G, there is a small non-zero percent chance that you will someday listen to this. And right now, I'd like to say now is, you know, now I would appreciate it. And you know what? I think it would reflect really well on you if you didn't say take this personally and instead looked at yourself and really thought to yourself, why do I think that way? Why do I feel like the things that I say online don't have, you know, necessarily the same impact they would have as, uh, as opposed to if I were to say it like on a stage, you know, in front of a crowd of, say, 100,000 people, which is approximately the same as what you're doing in your videos. Uh, I, I, I think it's a really interesting sort of psychological distinction that you're making. Uh, it's a categorical, to be certain. Um and uh, I, you are you are an example of an artist who I would not support the art of because I feel like your capacity to put more evil into the world surpasses my enjoyment of the art, or rather, surpasses uh, the the good that you would put into the world. That 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 is how I feel about Max G. Q, uh, five to six months from now, Hot Diggity Demon has tweeted out a picture of uh, a piece of art they've drawn. It's you and I dead on the ground. Looking forward to it, dude. That's like looking, honestly, looking I'd be honored. Fuck that guy. <laughs> that would be that would be so. Don't get it twisted. I wouldn't be honored because oh fucking Max G noticed me. I'd be honored because I would have offended somebody so higher up than me. I I I would I wouldn't be honored. I would be proud. That's the word. That's the word I would use. No, no, no. I'd piss somebody off that like that high up in like a weird internet space. Yeah, but now that you said, oh, I want him to draw us fucking dead on the ground. He's gonna like draw us like. I sh- didn't say I want it. I said cue <laughs> it six months from now. That's the response. <laughs> I'm I'm assuming we're gonna get from this, or we're gonna get a, a twit longer from them being all like, these fucking assholes don't know me. I'm not a racist. Da, 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 I never said. Like that, I never said they were racist. I never said I know, he was racist. I, I said. I said he says heinous things. Yeah, he I is know, racist, like, though. So, yeah, he is racist. But like, and you even said, "Don't take it personal. This is just a criticism." Like, hey, maybe you should evaluate the things you do and the things you say, mm-hmm. and the way you think about them. Right. Like, what about them? What about them? What about them? I, uh, I, I, I sometimes, I sometimes think about that kind of thing. I think about the impact that these first episodes. You know, this is obviously all hypothetical. Like, but what mm. if? What if we get real, real big, like a year down the line, which could happen. We don't know. You know, things can grow fast. People, there can be explosive growth. We, we, we've, we've, we've seen that in a number of creators over the past year in COVID. You know, a lot of people just blowing up out of nowhere. Kind of wish some of them would go away. But, you know, at the same time, good on them for, for getting to where they are. I wish they would be less insane about their audience, but 
Uh, I won't name. Fuck Minecraft YouTubers. Yeah, Fuck them. I won't Fuck name em. names. Oh. Fuck Minecraft YouTubers. Fuck you. If you're listening to this, fuck you. You know who you are. Fuck you, Minecraft YouTubers. Are we saying? Are you okay? So this is. This I'm not is, saying the name. I'm just umbrella terming it. I'm umbrella terming it because yeah, you're right. In COVID time, everybody decided to become a Minecraft YouTuber, and all the kids that were staying at home because they weren't in fucking school decided I to mean, watch YouTube all day. I like get it. Minecraft is fun. And you can have a lot of fun with your friends. I would I would be willing to say that maybe someday Jackson and I will do a Liars Club fucking Minecraft Let's Play series. Probably, probably won't be on a public server. It'll just be he and I on like a realm. You know, we make a little fucking gay little house or, or something. Uh, we, we could absolutely do that. But people, people who, the people who fucking do Minecraft, it's like the people who do GTA 5 full time, you know? There's only so much. There's only so much before the surface starts getting a little bit too scratched to continue scratching, you know? I'm really yeah. craving some fucking spaghetti right now, dude. I don't know why. They put fucking methamphetamine in the spaghetti, and I want it more. Did you eat already? What time is it for you? Uh, it is currently 6.22 p.m. in beautiful Kyoto, Japan. Uh, today, this morning, at about 11.30 a.m., I had... Some spaghetti with four pieces, eight pieces of garlic bread. They're small pieces of garlic bread. They're like maybe the size of four quarters. Um, but uh, I had eight of them. And now I am craving more spaghetti and more garlic bread because, God damn it, just tastes so fucking good. It just, how did, I don't know how they make it taste so freaking good, dude. I uh I don't know. It just might be like the love and care they put in the cooking there. I actually cooked dinner... For three days in a row, I was in a weird mental funk, but I've been cooking more and more. I'm getting back into the groove of my cooking shit. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, babe? What have you been oh, cooking? Yeah, what, 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 what have you been cooking? Uh, so tonight's dinner, I took cauliflower, I deep fried it, and Ooh. then I took salmon, breaded it. I, I don't know why I, I fucking breaded and fried both my <laughs> salmon and my vegetable. To, and then... to trick yourself into eating something healthy? Yeah, probably. And like, I didn't even like, I I deep fried it in like whatever healthy oil it is to deep fry shit in. Pe- peanut so oil or something? Probably that. I don't fucking know. And then like smothered it in fucking t- bulgogi sauce. What and the fuck is bulgogi? What is bulgogi? I don't know. It's like some kind of like pear soy sauce kind of uh, mixture. It's is really it sweet? Good. Uh, it's tangy. Mm. Almost sounds yummy. Yeah, and then fucking the other night I made jambalaya and shit like that. What's the bit with um Tupperware chicken and like working out? Is it just because it's a really good protein? Yeah, so like for meal prep and whatnot, it's super super good for you. Which I I I part of me really wants to get back into working out like I used to and meal prepping, but then the other part of me is like I fucking hate meal prepping and tasting the same thing every day of my life. Why do you have to meal prep? Are you eating at the gym or something? No, 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 no. It's like it's uh, it's calorie counting and stuff like that. So you know, like what what your fucking like macros are and like what your calorie goal is and your intake is for shit like that. Uh, that sounds like math, and that sounds like bad to me. Uh, I would prefer to be uh, an overweight piece of shit than toiling over my very existence and the sus- the sustenance which I fucking which I which I take into my body on a daily basis. I get too much fucking dopamine from the food that I eat to to fucking give that shit up. Are you kidding me? I would rather it, I to 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 re 
it would inhibit my my dopamine uptake so much that to get back up on that level, I would start have to doing. I would have to start doing narcotics. I would have to start doing fucking narcotics to, to to. I would have to start doing fucking crack actually to be okay with starting to count my calories. Are you kidding me? That sounds like a torture. I, I uh, hate that. I uh, I don't know. I <laughs> I used to do it, but I did it for the wrong reason, and I'm trying to find a new reason to do it. Because before it was like a vanity thing and like a body dysmorphia thing where I was like, oh, I, I, I feel severely overweight and I don't think people like me. So then I'd overexercise and then get really sick, which doesn't help my health situation as is now. Man, the thing about ne- neuro- mm-hmm. like neurosis is that like you, there are like two types of neurosis mostly. And I feel like the Liars Club really like pretty cleanly signifies it because I got I'm like out of shape. I got like a shitty apartment you know, I'm 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 lazy as fuck, and you know, there's piles. There's literally one, two, three, four, five, six trash bags in my in my apartment right now, and I need to go take it out. Um, and you, on the other hand, you 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 you're really fucking anal about keeping your space clean. You you work out. You know, you fucking count calories. You 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 you're constantly going on Tinder dates. You're fucking insane. Also, and <laughs> wow, am I insane? Wait. Well, I mean, just like on a general note, that that doesn't necessarily okay. have to do with anything. It was just kind of reminding you. Um, no, thanks. No problem, bud. I'm trying to keep you grounded, like Caesar's uh, Caesar's servants. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's just those are. I I feel like we very cleanly, you know, and neither are good. You know, I'm like relaxed about it, and you're mm-hmm. super not relaxed about it. And um, on the downside of what I have is that my my space is shitty but I'm relaxed and on the ups the downside of for you is that your uh your you know your space is you know you are you're fucking stressed out all the time but your your space is super clean so mental illness and that's the end of the sentence that's the end of the sentence as you were saying that I looked over into my kitchen and saw dishes in my sink and I got very anxious you're right this sucks <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. Blows. That's why we need to uh, we need to live together at some point, so we can uh, just make each other hate each other so much more. Kill be, you, kill you be, in your sleeps. Fucking you would with a pillow, and I would knew I would know that you were going to, and I wouldn't lock my door because I would be too comfortable in bed, and I'd be like, maybe he'll forget. It'll be all right. <laughs> he'll forget. But, oh, you're right. And then the next time you open your eyes, you're at you're in heaven. No, no, I'm not in hell. Who, who are we kidding? You're in hell. I, I, I would forget, or at least I would neglect to take into account uh, that your your fucking OCD ass will, you know, beat me to a pulp. Uh, in my sleep, you you have a fucking itemized checklist of the exact fucking, the, the exact bones that you're going to break in my body before dumping me into a, a fucking vat of acid and burying me at sea. Um, looking forward to it, truly. <laughs> Just like turn you into chum and then let sharks eat you, so that way there's really no way to find you. I wonder how. Okay, mm-hmm. hypothetical. You and yeah. I, we live together, right? Right. Let's say um, some guy comes to comes to the house, right? And he tries to kill me because I I stabbed him in CS:GO and he got really mad, and so he came with a knife to the house and he tried to stab me. And then I, using my um, my uh, Taekwondo that I that I learned in middle school flip him over my shoulder and break his neck and he is now dead and now uh we are we are both uh in the presence of a dead body um and uh we have to get rid of it what happens then what like what what are the what are the steps that we take 
All right. So here's. Do you want? I'll give you. I'll give you the. I'll give you the answers that you want. But I'm gonna give you the real one first. If we live together, where okay. I'm putting fucking ring cameras up, there's no fucking way I'm. I'm living in a space where I don't have that kind of security. So I would pull the footage right. from the ring and show the police, like, look, he threatened my roommate's life, and my roommate was doing it in self-defense, and we called 911 to resuscitate. So legally, Fair enough. legally we're in the right. Uh, the, legally we're not culpable. Yeah, yeah legally we're it. not culpable. The answer you want, uh, separate separate the limbs, pull out the teeth. You know, I, I, you know, I took down all your ring lights in, in this, in this one. I took all or your ring cameras or your fucking whatever. I took it down to your little fucking webcams and I put them up all over my, my, uh, my, my awesome streaming studio so that I could get like 70 different angles, uh, for comedic purposes. And that's why we don't have the footage. Uh, another answer. I call the police and say my roommate has killed somebody and watch you get fucking escorted away. <laughs> uh, all right. fair enough. <laughs> Uh, but also in this day and age, uh, you're a big white man, so you probably get away with it. What if this is a bigger, richer, whiter man? You're you're going you're going down. You're going to jail. Damn. All right. Well, I wanted you to te- like. I wanted I, you to I be told like. You, I told we- you. You can you can separate so you can take the legs and arms off, and then you put them in separate bags because you're gonna have to like you're gonna have to dissect and like get rid of anything really valuable. You're bleaching. You're bleaching the spot where the person died, and then well, this depends on if there's blood or not. And then you're also okay. you're also gonna wipe away any bleach residue because there's lights that can like illuminate bleach residue to show like, oh yeah, somebody used bleach here recently to clean something up. Gotcha. And shit like that. So you just gotta go through it all. And then the bags you dump in like different dumpsters in different towns. Uh, you could do that or. Or do fucking what Breaking Bad uh, did, which was melt down the body, or because it's right. separated, uh, probably dig it. I think it would be smarter to like go out in the middle of a field, dig a big hole, put the pieces in, and then put the like acidic solution in. This is you're making me sound psychotic, but like this is no, like the no, easiest this is, way to I, do it. I I made myself sound psychotic earlier by mm-hmm. by so willingly killing a man with taekwondo because I killed him in uh, in CS:GO, you know. Uh, we're 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 both in the, we're all in this together, you know. Fucking Troy, whatever his name is Baker. from High School Musical, taught me that. Troy Baker from High School Musical taught me <laughs> that, you know. So if anything, you know, I'd do the same for you if I knew how. If you knew how, you know. I had beef with Troy Baker for the longest time, and I think it was just because the- I was sick of hearing him and shit. Did you, you know, I probably would have if it weren't for the fact that I was, I grew up in a very pro Disney household, probably mm-hmm. had to do with the fact that we were Mormon and everybody in high school musical acts like they're Mormon. <laughs> okay. So. I'm going to let, I'm going to let you in on this one right now. It's Zach Efron you're talking about. I'm talking about the voice actor for many video games and like animated things. Troy Baker. Oh, <laughs> fucking you did the same thing when uh, with like fucking there was a there was a woman on we uh we were talking about it or in mario 3 is wendy wendy o and i said it was wendy williams and you were like yeah it's wendy williams and you, <laughs> yes. you fucking cock gaslit okay. you the entire time you stupid asshole <laughs> okay <laughs> anyway no yeah no i'm talking about the i'm talking about the the character troy who is that his first name is troy in Bolton. tri Oh my god, you actually knew the answer. You knew the answer and you because, didn't tell me, you fucking dick. Okay, like because I had I've had multiple experiences. I don't like high school musical. I've okay. had multiple experiences where I've seen the movies. Sure. But 
the first time was because a friend came over and they were having a bad day and they're like, can I just like hang out here and we watch movies and do whatever? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And they put on High School Musical and I went, okay, I'll watch this. And then the second time, hanging out with that same friend a different like month in the same year and this girl that we both go to school with walking down the street crying and I'm walking over to make sure she's okay. And my friend's like, don't talk to her. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. And I open my big dumb mouth. I'm like, you okay? You want like do you want to hang out and do whatever? She's like, yeah. And then explain what happened. And she's like, let's just put a movie on and do whatever. And I hand her the remote. And what do you know? She puts on fucking high school musical. So the reason you dislike high school musical is because it reminds you of high school trauma or not even, yes. not even your high school trauma, the trauma of other people that were, that was uh, then taken care of by you. Also, why did your friend tell you not to, to console a, a crying girl? Uh, probably didn't like her and probably just wanted to hang out with me. <laughs> cool. That's a that's what I do. That's why that's why I tell you stop hanging out with your other friends and come record Liars Club. It's because I want to hang out with you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's because I'm yeah, uh, possessive and uh, overbearing and uh, toxic. So, though in I'm my glad, def- though in I'm my glad you got it out. In my defense, that other friend den- <laughs> that other friend did tell you to call me a slur. So like you know. I- oh come on! I didn't say it though. I just said that they. I know. To call you I, a slur. I, I I'm just saying maybe it's maybe it's maybe they're a bad influence on you. That's all that I'm saying. You know, I'm not gonna name names, but you know, you, it's. You, you, you- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just- <laughs> oh. No, you you were saying this exact same thing off call, uh-huh. like before we started recording, and I don't, I can't tell if you're being serious about it or not. Well, oh no, no, I'm completely joking, a hundred percent. No, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, the only, the only reason I was, I was fucking uh, plowing you so hard about it, which is not the right verb. The reason I was um, <laughs> dogging you so hard about it. Uh, which was because we fucking we, like the past three days in a row we because you got the vaccine recently, um, so you just haven't had the energy. But which isn't your fault. But you know I've been trying to get you to record, and so we're just sort of naturally backed up uh, in terms of Liars Club content. That's the only reason. Like I was like, come on, no, we seriously got to do this like soon now. Uh, that's that is legitimately the only reason. I'm not I'm not trying to monopolize your time. It's all good. You're, you're fine. I it's it's a commitment, and I want to keep going at it. Like we talked about, like oh, there's a two month trial period, da, 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 but like I feel confident that after that trial period, I want to keep going with this. Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent. I mean, I'd say we're mentally out of the trial period. We're we're no, now more mm. in the trial period for a podcast more than anything, um, which is completely right, fine. Right. Um, in terms of <clears throat> Liars Club, though, we do, you know. The, the scary part of getting out of that trial period is that we have to we have to start taking responsibility and we've got to start being like okay we're gonna record on this and this day and we have to you know we want to get out this many new kind you know kinds of series you know per month uh, I, I I think that um, we should we should jump around games a little bit more which isn't to say like oh we should we're not allowed to do two like the same game twice in a row or two days in a row I, it's more like you know maybe let's try to introduce one every you know one or two weeks. <clears throat> you know, just to keep things fresh and spicy. Fresh and clean. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, it's not coming out. No, it's not coming out. You um, you should see a doctor about your fucking spicy burps because they 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 do they they do physical damage to your diaphragm. You 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 you've been complaining about how it feels like you're getting fucking kicked in the chest. What what are you eating that makes you burp that violently? I don't know. I'm eating health food and shit, and it's fucking me up. I need to go back to my shitty diet. Gross. Yeah, you better. Just fucking mm. make sure you're eating enough pizza, dude. You know that 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 stuff it uh oh. 
it uh, it sits in your stomach. It doesn't create any gas and it doesn't move around. It just sits in your stomach, chewed up. It's good for you. I'm lactose intolerant. Well, I don't fucking care, dude. Jesus Christ. Why are you making so many excuses? You shit. You want me to shit my brains out? I think that would be the funniest thing in the world. Yes. Dude, come on. Come on. Did you bro. record yourself doing a trick like I asked? Oh, when I went skating? I told you I didn't. I didn't really skate. I le- I left my apartment to be like, oh, I want to go outside and that's skate. That's right. And then I laid down in the grass and ate a big burrito. That was That's true. All right, fair enough. One of these days, you're gonna have to give me a fucking trick because I wanna, I wanna put, po- I wanna post a picture of you, or not a posting a picture of you, rather. I wanna, I wanna include a video of you doing a kickflip or an impossible or some shit on Liars Club. I would love to. I'll do it. I good. I want that, dude. And I'll be. You know what? Play. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it'll take uh, as lo- as much time as it takes for me to move back to the United States before that happens. But I'm gonna, I'll, you know, I'll be the one to film it if that's the case. But I, I wanted, I want to see you do a kickflip on Liars Club. Uh, now I'm going to hold you to that and make you record it. Fine. Fine. Perfectly okay. <laughs> I don't mind that at all. Uh, and we will put it in whenever we start our playthrough of Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah. Uh, we're now going to include an entire Jerry Terry song in the, in the, in the podcast. No. Jesus <laughs> no, we're not. Je- he replied. <laughs> he replied to that one. Yeah, I know. I know. No, we're not going to, we're not going to do that this time. Um, it, uh, it's so, it's so fucking weird it's not weird it's not infuriating it's just very like out of this world that like you you are friends with this person yeah but i can't sit here and apologize for your behavior because they know how you fucking act yeah no they that's jared is like one of my oldest friends too he he, he i've known him for like seven to eight years uh, he, 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 he is, uh, I, I knew him when I was 14 and he did not know I was 14. And if you knew I was 14, he probably would not have associated with me at the time. Uh, I, I messaged him when I had a PewDiePie fucking joke <laughs> as my steam avatar or my steam name. Uh, and he didn't know that. And again, if he had known, he probably would not have been my friend. Uh, I'm just glad that he was sort of living in that bubble of ignorance where he just didn't know who PewDiePie was at the time. Keep in mind, I was 14 at the time. So like, don't, don't. Don't get it like in your head that I was like, oh, Chase, Chase supports PewDiePie. I don't. It's another don't get it twisted. Another good example of somebody who I just simply would not be happy supporting. Uh, a because I don't think he's particularly funny. B because he just puts too much evil into the world. I have now put a target on the back of Liars Club, which is exciting. Bridge burners, Br- extraordinary. That's why it's on the. T- that's why it's in the Twitter bio, baby. Bid bri- bridge burner, bid border bear, baby. Bridge burner, border bear. You're getting you're getting the right yeah. idea. Hmm getting the right idea we've known each other for a while too yeah about fuck it was like 2016 15 that we met around around then around my like re not my rebrand but like i just kind of bombed accounts and made new yeah ones. i think i knew about you before then and then we started running in similar circles in homestuck we we never really started talking talking until like a couple years like a year and a half ago maybe or so uh but mm-hmm. Uh, we yeah, I remember that I, I I went to go meet you. Uh, when was it? We we met briefly at an airport. Uh, fucking in, I want to say it was 2016. So we met probably earlier than that. But uh, it was just like I was stopping over in in, fucking where was it? Where did you live at the time? Uh, 2016. I was still in California, but I was touring schools at 26. Yeah, so I'd be like. That'd be the time I would was going to Arizona to like tour. Yeah, so I'm trying to think of where I. I think I was 
flying down to Mexico or something, and I was like stopping in Arizona or, or what the fuck was? It? Oh, my my we took a um we took a vacation to to Texas because there was like a a conference that my parents were going to. Um, so it was less of a less of a vacation, more of a business trip. But um, yeah, no, I very briefly I stopped over in Arizona, <clears throat> and um, uh, yeah, I met I met up with Jackson. It was incredibly awkward because we hardly knew each other. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I I can say confidently that I've met Jackson once in my life, and uh, that's exciting. That's neat for me. You met me when I was. 70 or 80 pounds heavier yeah yeah and i had like my hair in my face and i never uh i never combed it you looked uh similar to how i look now which is to say no uh no yeah because you didn't have facial hair that's right it's a good point Uh, that yeah that was around the time where i i shaved Every day, so I always had like ingrown hairs and like weird like razor cuts on my face. But now I'm just a disgusting man with a beard. I love it, dude. Uh, I I nobody ever taught me how to shave. Like my 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 brother or my dad, they never taught me how. Uh, I just kind of started shaving dry, and I've never stopped shaving dry. Uh, and I <laughs> I just have I there there is like a couple of things that I do that are like we have we've invented ways to circumvent these sort of like painful experiences that you have. And I just don't use them. Uh, like for example, shaving without shaving cream, using a razor and it kind of irritates my skin, but eh, whatever. Also using rubber bands to tie by tie back my hair, even though it pulls on the roots and kind of hurts, whatever. I just do these things because frankly, I'm too fucking lazy to invest. Otherwise, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was taught how to shave with an electric razor when I was 11 or 12. Because I grew oh, facial hair then, which was raised gross. with a so I don't, silver spoon yeah. in your mouth, huh? How many acres of land do your family own? It's hardly relevant <laughs> to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, uh, I remember this. I remember it vividly. It was because at the time I was able to grow a chin strap and a really thick mustache. And Ooh. my parents were like, this is disgusting. So you should my dad, mm-hmm. my oldest brother. I should what do that? Grow, grow a mustache, grow a really thick mustache. I think just the mustache. I have one right now. I'm going to look like the dad from inside out. That's the plan, dude. <laughs> Oh my god! I usually do if I like just kind of like trim everything else above my mustache. You I do, do. Like you do. Yeah, no, you you the dad from Inside Out looks like he was gay in a previous life. Does that make sense? He was part of the village people. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's part part of the reason part of the reason why I think that. But he he looks like he looks and acts like he's a reformed homosexual community member, uh, which is <laughs> I don't know I don't know how you would quantify that. You know, um, who's that one fucking guy? Brian Biopanopoulos, what's his name? <laughs> no, fucking Papadopoulos or whatever the fuck his name is. He's like a really famous right wing guy who is also gay. Do you know what I mean? I know, I know who you're talking about. I don't know the actual last name of the person. He recently was like, "Yeah, I'm not gay anymore. I, you know, I'm 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 a reformed gay," uh, which is a hundred percent to fucking pandered his to pandered his. To, oh my god to pander to his constituents uh which uh you know bold move bold bold move brian monopoly um brian griffin from family guy brian uh, fucking that's probably griffin. why yeah. the family uh from inside out moved to san francisco oh yeah 
Yeah, no, he's uh, he's he's very familiar with it, even if he doesn't know why. He just uh, he 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 knows he knows something he there knows. feels right. You know, it's uh, it's yeah. it's fun to stay at San Francisco. Uh, it's he, fun to stay at the uh, uh, San Francisco Bay. Um, <laughs> that was good story. I remember it. I still remember it because goddamn, it was the weirdest moment of my life. With we go upstairs to my parents' bathroom, the master bath. Uh, in the bathroom. I'm looking in the mirror, and to the right of me is my dad and my oldest brother. Okay. To the left of me is two of my cousins mm-hmm. who have the biggest fucking beards, I think, humanly imaginable. Like, the beards that grow, like you know, like giant prospector beards that are really, really sure. big. Like, go, go down to their belly buttons and shit like that. Like ZZ Top type beard? Yeah, like, they had those kind of beards. Sick. And then my oldest brother and my dad rock and goatees. So it's just like they they clearly know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. All of them telling me completely different fucking ways how to shave. Bro, it is so fucking unfair because y- y- like you you've got genes to grow facial hair. I don't. I like mm-hmm. I'm 22. I can grow like my mustache and around the chin area and on my neck. But like for some reason my sideburns and like my my uh, my jaw like that sort of area. It's just so thin. It's not fair, dude. I I mean it's been it's been coming in stronger, but like I can't grow a, like a good beard. I can grow a shitty beard, but only a shitty beard. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you mean. My hairline's fucked though. Like you, yeah. you know, say like oh your jeans are da da da. Like my hairline, like my eyebrows connect to the to the hairline that goes around my forehead, and my hairline starts way lower on my forehead, and I just the the beard hair on my cheek grows all the way up to like under my orbital on my face. So like. Oh. That's I cool. Think, I, I think you know what that is. That's that. That's that strong Middle Eastern blood in you, dude. That that uh, that. Yeah, strong. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, it's it's a blessing and a curse. And you know, not to get into genes because I, I feel like if we start talking about strong genes, we'll we'll veer a little bit too close to eugenesis territory. But uh, <laughs> you know, all this. You ever you ever reflect on blood theory in in like race relations or not really race relations, but rather race like observation. Yeah, we did it in well, my professor like dangerously did it in class once when I was back in define university, and it was define so... define dangerously. It almost sounded like eugenics, like from Ooh. the way he was phrasing it. But like towards well, the I'm end not, of the lecture, uh, I was, I'm not I was talking under, about like I was understanding. I'm not talking about genes. I'm talking about blood, like uh, like the idea of like oh, I've got Scottish blood in me. That yeah, that, that yeah, theory. yeah 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 like, okay okay yeah he he described it in that way and he started off with okay. Dramatic blood. I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> 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 uh oh, <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah, because like I, I haven't done like major studies into it, but I, I've done, I've done like a, I've read a f- couple of articles. You know, either it was uh, a focal point of one of my classes. Um, am I, am I? Can you hear spit in my mouth? Can you? Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, no, I'm a little like, thirsty. What? Can you pass it over? No, no. Okay. Is it good? Uh, yeah. Thanks. A little salty. Sorry, it's from the spaghetti. <clears throat> it's fine. Uh, I would like to. I would like to apologize if, if to any <laughs> listening audience that uh, you can hear the saliva shifting around in my mouth. I don't know why. I've just got a chronic case of cotton mouth. I guess. Uh, anyway, to to briefly summarize uh, blood theory in in race, and, or rather in its relation to race, blood theory is the idea that um, there are three distinct types of blood in the world. Uh, which I will not say the names of because they have evolved into slurs. I will say there the one of them that I can't say is caucasoid. Um, the other is is uh, that and 
Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then and then um there is the the sort of distinction for for dark-skinned people and Asian people. Uh and it's race like the the blood theory in and of itself is fundamentally racist. So, uh cuz it, it it says at the top there is the Caucasoid. In the middle the, in the middle there are there are Asian people, in the middle there are uh the you know brown people. Uh so it's just, you know, really interesting how we how we let that sort of distinctly bigoted idea or distinctly uh, and objectively sort of incorrect vernacular into our day-to-day conversation, you know? Like, oh yeah, I got got strong, I got strong fucking Scottish blood in me, dude. 100%. You know, oh, I'm, uh, yeah, no, my, my, my Italian blood is fucking, I got it from my dad. You know, which isn't to say like, oh, you're a bad person if you say that, but it is... You know, it's important to know where these ideas come from, <clears throat> you know, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta figure out where your science is and where it's flawed. Mm-hmm. Yes. hundred percent. Uh, I think it was like an 1800s theory, which is uh, time dilation. I've been thinking about time dilation. Time dilation is fucking weird. I've been thinking specifically about like aging recently. Which, you know, mm-hmm. I'm at the point in my life where I'm kind of doing that for the first time sincerely. You know, my, my, my parents, <clears throat> for example, uh, I was talking to them the other day because my mom said something like, oh, we're, you know, we're sort of renegotiating how our relationship works. And to me, you know, that's kind of scary to hear because like, oh, our, you know, our mom and dad are going to split up. You know, it's a scary idea. Um, and uh and I, I, I kind of prodded a little deeper. I was like, you know, are you, you still love dad, right? And he was like, and she was like, oh yeah, I, I love him every single day. I love him more than anybody in my, in my life. And something that she said that really kind of fucked with me was for the, we have, we have decided that for the rest of our lives, we will stay together. Um, which I think the reason that fucked with me is because like my parents have like maybe 30 or 40 years left. Um, which is a scary thought to have like, and that, that's like being, that's like being optimistic. And you know, that got me thinking like at, at 50 years old, is it like, is that it? You know, is that like at that point you're old and that's it. Um, but then I got to thinking, uh, I've got a lot of friends who are like 30, you know, I've got, mm-hmm. I've got 30 year old friends. I got 35 year old friends. Uh, and, uh, I got to thinking my friends who are 30 will become 50 sooner than my parents who are about 50 55 become 80 you know my parents my parents by the time my friends are 50 they will only be something like 70 which you know i don't know they it was kind of a an interesting thought it's a it was a nice thought it was it sort of put things into perspective a little bit more you know does that make sense yeah i i believe at 30 you're still young like you're still oh yeah 30- in comparison to how long people are living and the fact that like the the newer generations of humans that are being like brought into the world are have like longer lifespans because of like evolution and just like advanced technology advanced attack and stuff like that because like our generation like you and i chase like we're estimated to live to at least like 130 nice looking forward to it i don't want to live to 130 my great grandmother was near like she was like a hundred and something years old and she passed recently. And I'm like, damn, if my great grandmother can do that, uh, three, four generations behind me, how long realistically can I live? 
Oh like, yeah, no. I mean, I I want to because apparently there's like a switch that goes off in your brain when you get old enough. That's like, all right, I'm done. You know, which is mm-hmm. again a very calming thought. Obviously, that that switch hasn't gone off in my head yet. Uh, so I still want to live. I'm the survival factor is still kicking strong in my brain. So obviously, I'm scared of death. Um, my therapist, who's about eighty, I talk to him about death sometimes, and he's still scared of death, which is worrying. But he's also vastly intelligent much more intelligent than i am so perhaps he's just on another layer of consciousness where he's somehow supplanted that that idea of like oh you're you're supplanted that switch and turned it off and so now he's in full control of his own fear uh for better and for worse uh but you know uh hopefully hopefully i'm just dumb enough that my my monkey brain will be like okay you can die now and i will and i'll be fine with it you know a monkey monkey flip switch in head time to go (laughs) <laughs> the monkey <laughs> monkey presses the bye bye button and I, I allow myself to succumb to disease. Shit, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. I I'm not really afraid of death. It's been such like commonplace in my life growing up that at this point I'm like, yeah, it it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, no reason. I mean, I. I, I mean, it, it's, I, I feel pretty lucky to have not uh, experienced as much death in my life as a lot of people have. I think that there there have been, like, in my life, I think I can count, like, maybe four people who have been, like, genuinely close to me that have passed. Like, my my grandpa, my grandpa Richard, uh, my my friend Felix, um, God, my, my, my other grandpa... Uh, Grandpa Young, but even Grandpa Young, I didn't know that well. Uh, fuck. Uh, do, do animals count? Do pets count? Because oh yeah, I took, yeah, yeah, pets definitely count. Yeah, I've t- I, I I took the the death of my dog Scout really really hard. Uh, two two other dogs, uh, uh, Duke and Creature, uh, I took them pretty hard. Uh, you know, but that that's like it. It's like seven <clears throat> seven at most, and you know, like four of those are animals. So, um. I guess uh, I, I, I'm I'm lucky in that sense. Uh, I'm also unlucky because uh, at 22, I'm unaccustomed to death, uh, which probably is not incredibly healthy. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully that won't have lasting problems. Uh, what do you what do you attribute to the death that you that you've been surrounded by in your life? Like, is it just like the area that you grew up in or the tendencies of your your family or what? I, I I just think it's circumstances and bad luck, just, like oh, is damn. what it is. Where it's like the I'm I literally like three four years old is where it all started. And as I grew, I think it was like every other year something happened to somebody in my life. And then in between pets were passed or like in high school, uh, we I had a really good friend of mine, his brother, getting into a DUI accident, and then him being gone and i'm just like damn i used to talk to his brother every time i went over to their house uh, literally the same thing i won't now i won't name names because i i don't know well I'll, I'll say the brother of my friend from high school my best friend from high school uh he he passed away and i you know i talked to him you know we would hang out at school before he graduated and every time i went to go visit my friend we would hang, we would talk and he was just like my friend you know who i don't really talk to every every you know every day anymore hardly like maybe like every couple months we'll we'll reach out um but uh he 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 messaged me a couple of like last at the beginning of last year and he was just like hey i uh, just wanted to let you know that you know 
uh, Michael has passed, and you know, I wanted to let you know because you're a real one, and uh, you know, you're my friend. So he, it was peaceful. He went into sleep, and it was just like, wow, fuck, oh my god, that's crazy. Uh, gosh, we have ten minutes left. How are we gonna bring this back in ten minutes? We don't have ten minutes. I thought you wanted to go longer this time. No, no, I want, I wanted to go, I wanted to go forty-five minutes at least to an hour. <laughs> Oh, okay. You want to keep it in that realm? Uh, oh God, I want no. Do you think I meant an hour and forty-five? God, no. I would yeah, su- no. I can talk be, for that long. I, I I can talk that long when I'm when I have a script. That's how long Mount Molehill usually goes. But uh, also, I haven't done Mount Molehill in a long time because that one takes preparation. This one, literally, we can just be like, "Hey, I want to record a podcast," and you can be like, "Yeah, okay." And then forty-five minutes later, we're done. Uh, with this uh, one, first of all, with this one, it's easier. Second of all, we're gonna have to fucking. Uh, death, death. Oh well, let's move on. <laughs> Here, here's how we can bring it back. Uh, hey everybody, remember this podcast? Remember episode two of the podcast, whatever it's named. We don't have a name for it yet. And then uh, compare it to a future episode where we have a guest and we're probably sitting there asking them how often do they make themselves come. I well, I mean, the number <laughs> one question we're gonna ask to our guests is, "Are you circumcised?" And if they're a woman, I guess are I'll just ask this: Are you circumcised? <laughs> and they can answer honestly. Uh, I, I thought you were circumcised. I really thought you were about to say, "Hey, <laughs> hey, listener, right now, remember this podcast. Remember episodes two of Liars for Hire. Now, I want you to remember this when you're 80 years old and when you're on your deathbed. I, I want you to know as you hear the 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 your 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 life signs slowly going down and your loved ones surrounding you as you're trying to have a conversation with your grandkid who loves you so much. I want you to remember this sound. <laughs> Just eight voices." <laughs> Remember the funny Let's Player who did an ape noise? Remember the funny Let's Player who made you come, you know? <laughs> Remember who made you come? Remember who made you come? I I wonder about that. Like, how many fucking TikTok <laughs> dances am I going to be thinking about on my deathbed, you know? I'm just... C- oh, my God. Because, like, you know, you're always thinking about your childhood, but, like... Mm-hmm. We've we've never lived in a world where someone's childhood wasn't like I, I grew up as a street popper and fucking you know I I would go and steal bread from the stands and I would I would make my living selling gruel you know because we haven't we haven't had somebody who died of old age who also grew up in the same time that we've grown up in which is weird um so like you know when we're on our deathbeds you know God willing we live until we're like 80 90 years old uh, best case scenario. And then we'll be like, we'll be like, oh yeah, I grew up on the streets of Portland. Had my cell phone. Uh, we were dabbing and and hitting the woe and p- doing the planking challenge. You know, some some dumb motherfucker is gonna be in their deathbed. Uh, there it is. Uh, some there dumb is. motherfucker uh-huh. is gonna be on their deathbed, and as they're passing, they're gonna turn to their entire family, like the, all these people that love them. They go. It's just like loss. And then they're dead and their family's going to look around and be like, what the fuck is loss? A relic from times past. Dude, H-Bomber guy recently followed me on Twitter, which if you're wondering what ha- that has to do with loss, he did a video on loss and that's tangentially related. I'm sure he like doesn't give a shit about this. Uh, and so, hey, Harris, you're probably not listening to this. Peace. Keep Peace. it up, bro. Uh, if you yeah, want to no. come on the podcast, we can have a nice conversation. We can... <laughs> I'll tell you right now, he doesn't. Uh, I know. Probably. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just saying bullshit at this point. No, I got gotcha. you. Well, now I'm gonna have to ask him. Oh well. Don't uh, ask him. Let's start. <laughs> let's start with people who like we know 100% want to do this dumb shit with us. 
I mean, I guess. I I guess. Yeah, there 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 are there are a number of people who we could get on the podcast. I'm sure. Uh, but that's neither here nor there because you know what? We're not we're not in the future right now. We're in the present, and we got to make the most of the present. Here's the I got you this present. Guy, here, open it. Open it up. Open this present. Okay. I got you, Jackson. I'll open here you it go. right now. What is what is this? It's my penis. I cut it off for you. Oh, um, do you like it? Do you, do you like it? Yeah. Cool. Can I have what yours? You, no. What do you want me to do with this? I, I mean, I, it's less of less of a like a gift and more of a gesture. <clears throat> really, you don't have to keep it. It's just like what, I wanted to. What are you trying to express to me with this gesture? Like, what do you? Well, how am I, okay. So, hang what on, am I supposed me, to? Come, me, no. How am I supposed to interpret this? Let me take off. Hang on. Let me take off my pants and I'll show you. Here, okay. So, you see this? You skin have another patch? one. You have another one. You, well, yes. Well, I, I got this grafted on. This is this is. You might notice the, the the flat head. It is flared like a horse's penis, which I did get at the uh, cosmetic reconstruction surgery. But right above my pubis, you can see liars for hire. This is this is this and the the box that I'm showing you now. This uh-huh. is my commitment to Liars Club. This is why I want your penis. You could have gotten like a bigger one. You didn't need to go like the same size. Well, I I just I don't know. I didn't want to be. Like I didn't want to lie to the world, you know. Would have been uh, more of a grand gesture if you made it bigger. <sighs> I threw away your IEDs. I'm gonna the, the, uh, hire this an is... HR department and show them this portion of the podcast. And in the future, when I sue you for everything you own, then I'll probably win. I mean, not. Not everything that I own. I want everything you own in the future. You're just saying that because I have two PPs and you don't, and you're jealous. Why did you buy two? What was the purpose? Wanted, they're the, they're wanted, the same fucking product. I wanted this two patterns. I wanted the blue one and I wanted the cow one. I wanted the black wool one, but it was sold out, so I got the cow print one, and now I no longer want the fucking wool one. Dude, our friends at Egg Troop, uh, Omar and and uh, and Chandler. Uh, they both have emerald PPs because they entered like a, a which is like a rare PP thing because they entered a contest and they won. And so like in their like fucking art house that they have, which has like six people in it, they have six emerald PPs, which is insane. And I Jesus asked them, I, I asked Omar, can I trade anything to you for the emerald PP? Uh, and she said no. Um, but hopefully in the future we'll be able to we'll be able to get our hands on some emerald PPs and or or other premium PPs. I would I would love to get a premium PP in my in my lifetime. Ooh, that was a spaghetti burp. <clears throat> we need a sponsor, so item label. Uh, we're ready to shill out for uh, for you. Straight up, I'd be honored. I would be honored if, if item label. You know, I got a PP right here. Very excited for the the exactly. We keep them close on hand. They're basically a weapon of liars club at this point. Uh, uh hey, hey everybody, yep. this has been Liars for Hire episode two, and I want to thank you all for joining us this week. Uh, we're gonna try to do it every week. We are. We're gonna we're gonna try to do it every single week on Monday. Uh, and you know what? Two weeks in a row so far, not bad. Unless I don't get it edited on time, in which case it may come out on Tuesday. But hopefully Monday will be huh. like the day. You know. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oopsie. Sorry, guys. Whoa. Uh, this has been Liars for Hire. You can find us on our fucking Twitter. Uh, maybe we'll answer more questions next time. Maybe who knows? We're just testing the waters with this shit. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. But uh, you know, uh, as always, Joker Penis is the mascot of uh Liars Club. 
And uh, don't kill your parents. Jarvis, uh, detonate the IEDs I sent under uh, Steve Rogers. No, fuck. Fuck no. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, we're enemies of the state now.